Hello and welcome to the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming. Upon Major Vorden taking Cadmus to Solaris Garrison for interrogation, Roderick decides to accompany him. Ruick is formulating a plan to collect on McCord. However, he is also preparing for the celebration, hoping he will indeed earn some coin. We have just left off, and we're coming back with Major Vorden in his office with Cadmus. Now, Major Vorden, did you have Roderick accompany you inside? As well? Or is he standing on the outside with the rest of the men? He can come in. Okay. But Cadmus will but Cadmus will be unchained. Okay. I remove his shackles for you and I un I sadly remove the chain from around our waist. <laughs> I'm watching you catapult. You better not make any moves. <laughs> Cadmus, if you will, you can have a seat. Thank you, sir. And I'll go behind my desk and also sit down. I'm going to go stand by the door and just stand at attention or something. Standing over there admiring the major in all his glory. I admire the major and keep one eye on you so you don't decide anything crazy there. Catapult. (laughs) Cadmus. Do you know why you're here, Cadmus? I'm assuming it has something to do with someone impersonating me. Not really news to me, but that will be worked out on the list of other things I got to get with you and straightened out with. Originally, you were brought here for sending two of your warriors to Solaris to what was found out to... Bring a message to some mercenaries. It was King's Watch. King's Watch? Okay. Anyway, you brought... It was said that those two warriors went away during the battle and were not present for that. Uh, in other words, uh... You are suspected of trying to frame Leonard Greenwood, disrupt. (laughs) You're doing awesome, Dalton. Disrupt and impede friendly actions at the battle that would cause grace disadvantage upon our forces and great advantageous for our foes. Uh, But what is this matter that you bring of someone impersonating you? We don't have to cover that right now. Just go through the previous questions. I can repeat them if you need a refresher. Well, sir, I believe the matter that I mention ties into those because I never ordered any of the soldiers. I'm assuming you're mentioning Haruka and Trovik to yes. go to King's Watch. Yes, those two. 
I never gave orders for that, nor did I give orders for McCall's body to be delivered to Solaris. However, I will admit I did frame, if you will, Leonard Greenleaf. I believe he is suspicious, and I did not want to impend the liability of the camp. On the matter of friendly action and combat, is that correct, sir? Uh, I guess just the course of friendly affairs, the battle, impeding our actions. Yeah, more or less along the same lines. During the battle with the Timuridians, I... I didn't fight. I found a safe spot, and I stayed there. I began having flashbacks from my childhood when I was under the Timuridians' captive rule. And seeing them again after so many years, it I was a coward, sir. Ah, uh, so your time in Temeridia as a prisoner and slave uh, impeded your actions during the battle? Is that correct? Yes, sir. And you just see him write down on his paper... I sniffle slightly and wipe away a tear. <laughs> poor, poor catapult, I never <laughs> knew. <coughs> I straighten myself up as the major gives me a glare. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to your matter that you bring before me. Someone is impersonating you? I have not seen it myself, but I have heard various accounts of people receiving orders from me that I did not give. So, DM, give me a DC if I would know about a changeling or not. Okay. I have one for you. I believe this to be hard. Okay. Because I don't think that Major Vorden... Do you, can you give me a reason to how Major Vorden would know of a changeling? Probably just experience or just various text books that he's read through. Okay. So, I'll give the DC... What what do you think is a is a accurate DC for you? I was thinking hard, but I'm tossed up between moderate and hard. I mean, I'd say with his military experience, he'd probably, especially being a major, he'd have some idea. Okay. Well, we'll go with moderate DC 15. Sound guess, okay? How, I guess the question would be, how common do you consider changes? I consider changelings to not be that common. So you just make it 20 then. Okay. Yep, I, I don't... We, we've played quite a few, but yeah. I don't know if, like, the player changelings are the only changelings that exist, or if they're kind of like... Yeah, there's a few in the world, but there's not a lot. There's probably maybe five total in Solaris in total. Okay. So... And changelings aren't in the game of letting them know, people know their race. You yeah, know, they don't. They tend to hide. So, so justice is a changeling, and uh, the lady that he works with in the Nicholson Inn, Amira, is a changeling, and then that would make you 
and then possibly two others that we're unaware of. So changelings would be rare. However, <coughs> yeah, I would say rare. I would say a hard DC. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Major, if I could add, when I first met Captain Catapult, he had to go to the bathroom <laughs> when I was watching him over him. And the next thing I knew, he was riding back into camp with Captain Reeves in a different outfit. And he seemed quite perplexed by the idea and acted as if he had never seen me before the second time around. Thus, that's why I kept him chained to me from that time forward to make sure that he did not run off to change clothes or anything else. So if that helps, that was a strange situation indeed. That was the first time I've seen you. And you can search my bags for any other clothes. You'll find my simple fine clothes and the leather armor I have on now. Well, this would probably prove some of the reasons behind why you're wanted, because it's not you that committed these crimes. However, I have to admit, until we find this person, you are still guilty of all these that are charged, unfortunately. That's understandable, sir. <laughs> so it is also possible for you to be intrigued by this idea in further research into these things. And if you dig, you can find it. But, like, um, you're going to have to look. Like, the military has some stuff, but changelings would be a rare subject. Uh, the first place that pops up in your mind, roll me a history check. <coughs> nope, don't know any better. That was a 10. Uh, your mind pops to the Tower of Ashar in uh, the Temple of Ashar in the Eldetherian country. But that is a long journey. A long journey that I would gladly make with you, Major. It's easier to just say they're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. Well, on two of the ones, I guess I am. But the other one, no. Don't worry. Rick's already working on a new plan. <laughs> I don't like your plan so far. They've got me in trouble. It's because you don't listen. You don't listen either. So we're at a fair conflict. No, don't shoot that. Boom. <laughs> no, don't shoot again. <laughs> Boom. Your orders, Major. Say, for tonight, I, well, DM, is it the same night I'm supposed to bring in Cadmus, or is it a different night? Say that one more time. 
Is it the same night that I'm supposed to bring in Cadmus to the senator to the Senate, or is it a different no? Night? It would be the next night. So okay. Cadmus isn't due to be there till the next night. Okay. Or yeah. So I was going to say, going to welcome welcome a hero, then hero. Yeah, criminal. they won't want anything to do with sentencing a possible criminal or hearing the the case. The only good news that you have, Cadmus, in this whole ordeal is, is Memora does not believe in the death penalty by the government at this point. So <laughs> death is not a possibility right now. Or I'll be the first one to be convicted <laughs> to that. That's possible. <laughs> So, do you guys have anything else you would like to add on this conversation? Major, if I may, again, to add a little more to our story. Uh, Yes. While we were in... uh, Oh, help me out here. What time was that? Lakeview? Lakeview. Lakeview. Okay. While we were in Lakeview, um, in an attempt to stop the uh, body from decaying further that you identified, um, we went to a temple where some not our priestesses and a priest were held captive, and Captain Catapult did his best to help in that situation. He may not have fell any enemies, but he certainly tried. That's all, Major. Very well, I will think upon this. Say for the night, Cadmus, you are to stay here at the garrison, one of the present cells. Yes, sir. I guess as long as I'm locked up, I can't be accused of any more crimes. Well, not under my watch, but still, someone can still be you and still add to your list of crimes, even though you are now here in front of me and now under watch. If you know (coughs) I'm here, then it might add more suspicion as to who the other one is, if seen. Yes, that's his... The thing, though, just being seen. Yes. Major, will you have me watch over the good captain, or would you have me do what? So you have been watching over him from King's Watch till here. Uh, ever since we ran into him on the road, sir. Yes. Yes, it'd be from the White Islands to Solaris. But, Roderick, something pops into your mind that you were also tasked with going to the ball tonight to celebrate the victory in Memora. I am, but I've also got to do what the Major wants me to do. Right. He's amazing. I love him. He's awesome. Major, you also have a ticket to this gathering as well. You are cordially invited. There you go, Roderick. There's your date. (laughs) I'm sure the Major could find others. Just being within the same room and following on him and picking up his cape every once in a while will do me well. (laughs) 
I do have the, what do you want to call it? The invitation, the hero's invitation for tonight's festivities. But whatever it is that you decide, Major, I shall do. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. I also have one. Oh, man. Don't leave me alone. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. You're not alone, (laughs) per se. You still have guards watching you. So you're not fully alone. Okay. In our absence. Uh, I'll talk with my general and see about some conditions if things do go well tomorrow. That you'll be under my watch. But again, that is hopeful. So, for the night, you'll rest here and await your hearing at the Senate tomorrow morning. Or so. Very well, sir. If you may, Roderick, take him to the prison block and put him in one of the cells. Shall I use chains, sir? Uh, handcuffs for now until you get back to the cell. I'll be with you until then. I, uh... I'll stand up, turn, and put my hands out. And I cuff them with the same handcuffs that we had from earlier. Uh, and I take the key and keep it with me. <laughs> and then proceed to escort you to the cell block. I'm going to go along willingly. I wish I could pull that chain and just pull you along with me, but it's okay. The major... All right. I'm taking that chain with me, by the way. It's part of my inventory. Why would you need to pull me if I'm walking with you at a good pace? I'm just, I'm saddened that I can't. You know I can overhear you, because I'm right (laughs) right behind you, Roderick. (laughs) And what rank are you, actually? um, I don't even think I'm a sergeant. Sergeant. Yeah, I'm barely a sergeant. I'm just one of those guys that's noted for my... Valor in battle. Not exactly my mind. For your healing. Oh, my healing is renowned. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just ask my horse, Trixie. I was going to say, where's Trixie? You. She better be a good cat. Uh, I assume Captain Reeves has her. So, Cadmus, the wounds that Roderick healed on you are healed. However, you have very horrific scarred. scars. <laughs> Okay, I'll find another healer. Scars are unmendable. (laughs) Only magic of, like, alteration of your image can fix that. Well, there we go. (laughs) Scars of a battle. Like a glamour. I have scars, I want them to be a glorious battle, not one where I passed out in. Those are stories for another day. Yeah. I'm assuming I'm in my cell now. Broderick, did you escort her to him to her cell? Yes. Both did. Yes, okay. we both did. We opened the, the cell door and click. Clang. And 
there's several guards standing there that are just watching the cell block. There's probably about five other prisoners in this area. In the same cell or just in multiple cells? In multiple cells beside you. Oh, boy. Okay. And across from you. I'm just going to go to my bed and see if I can turn in. Your bed is a slab of wood. That's all right. And you have a pan to poop and pee in. Okay. And a very tiny window with bars. <sighs> where the cold air this fall night blows in and kind of chills your body. Reminds me of Timuridia all over again. <laughs> So, Rod, you, uh, Major Vorden, you said you had orders for your general? Uh, yes, but would it be the same one that was in King's Watch or uh, just the post, like it, at the garrison or it so? It depends on who you wanted to talk to. You might be able to find a general at this garrison, um, but I feel like a captain would possibly be about the highest rank that you would find here. The only way you're going to find a general is if he comes down for the uh, the ball. The Memorand Victory Ball. Is that what it's actually called? Like, all those Vs? No. No, that was just a stutter. Oh. <laughs> I can call it that. So, Ruick, as you're at the ball, you're outside, and no one seems to affiliate much with you. You'll get some looks and some people whispering. Your orc form is a bit off-putting, I think, for that it's not seen a whole lot, and a lot of folks associate orcs with being brutal and a bit vicious. Um, eventually, the gates open, and folks start to come in. Uh, the whole time, I'm because I'm dressed in one of the suits that I bought, and I've like got my guns strapped over top. Okay, and I'm just telling people like introducing myself as Ruick, and I'm just like, yeah, I can't remember the gen- general's name of the Timuridian I killed. Yeah, but I'm just telling everybody like, yeah, I'm the guy that slayed the general and ended the Battle of White Isles oh. and won the bat won the war and. Drop the gate on your own. Yeah, I'm just telling. Hell yeah. So everybody is kind of with that, talking of that, and people seeing that you're friendly, they have started to kind of flock to you. And you've kind of got a crowd around you just kind of listening, and they're all in awe, like, oh, wow, that is amazing. What a hero. Ruick. Ruick the hero, the savior of Momora. And they're just kind of in awe, and then the gates open, and they start to kind of flood in, and a young pretty lass reaches her hands out and tries to take your hand. Sure. And she leads you in, and as you get inside, there are people searching for weapons and stuff of the sort, so you have to be, you're asked, uh, we need any kind of weapons or things that you might have. On your persons, you can check them in. I'm going to uh, check in my sword. 
Okay. But I'm not checking my guns in. Okay, so since you checked in your sword, they give me a, um, like a deception roll. These aren't guns; they're firework makers. They're simply uh, non-functional. They're simply for uh, display. Deception. <laughs> that is an eleven. You're you're good. DC was ten. It was easy. Since you turned in your sword, nobody really asked any questions. And those guns aren't prominent around these parts. So they uh, allow you in, and that girl continues to lead you into the ballroom and tries to start to dance with you. Do you dance with her? Uh, Yeah, but I'm more of looking around trying to gauge the room to see. Okay. So uh, picture yourself in a huge circle, probably like a hundred foot by hundred foot circle. And on the outsides, closer towards like a main stage would be pillars that link up. And on the back of that main stage would be nothing but glass windows all the way around. Now, on the other side from whence you came in is a balcony type area with a staircase that winds down to the floor. And there is a huge Memorian shield painting in the middle of this ballroom floor. And in the above, like at, you would see at our capital in the United States, you can see a mural of uh, the 30-year uh, war between Timuridia, the fight, and Memora basically being triumphant. Triumphant. Blah, 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 and winning the battle and creating their own country. And up top, you can see where there's huge doors that lead to an upper section of the Capitol and, or the Senate building. And you can see various people dancing and just enjoying themselves, laughter, talking. Um, this is, have you ever been here in here before? This is impressive. She laughs. Silly, of course. We come here all the time. And she continues to dance with you. Give me a performance roll. Uh, Ouch, my toes. You must watch where you're stepping, Ruick. And as she giggles. Sorry, I'm a warrior, not a dancer. I can tell. I'm trying to clock... uh, do I notice any of the senators? Or? Uh, not yet. So as you're living it up, and this girl that is infatuated with this mighty war- orc warrior, Major Vorden, Roderick. Yes? You have now locked up Cadmus, and are you headed to the... Memorial Victory Ball. I would assume yes. Yeah. Okay. So upon this, as you walk to the gates, you see the exact same thing as Ruick did. The stone walls that lead to beautiful black metal fencing with a big gate that's opened. You can see where there were people outside and some, like, vendors and and different things like that that may have been set up to sell things. And you can see people standing outside and the various guards walking around and patrolling. Now for the DM, would military figures 
still have weapons at the ball or no? Um, you That's to be seen. You okay. haven't quite entered yet. Are you headed on in? Uh, yes, I'll head in. So, in Roderick, you following? Of course. So, as you enter, Roderick, did you change into a dress uniform or are you still in your armor? Um, my armor is beyond beautiful. Okay. Um, so... It never gets dirty, the armor gleaming, so... Gotcha. So as you enter, the guards are like Major Vorton, and they stand at attention. Attention. They know who you are. You can hear women whispering, Oh my, that's Major Vorton, in the distance. And everyone is just, like, fixated upon you. And you enter into the big room and then you can see where there are stairs on this side of the room there's like a desk where you would have checked in your your stuff and they look at major vorden oh major vorden no need to check your supplies head right in Uh, unfortunately though your comrade uh, i would have you check in your weapons i pull out my my flail and I hold it gingerly in my hands, and I, I hand it over. He takes it. Thank you. That looked very difficult. It is very difficult indeed. And what you're seeing in this room is that area where the weapons are checked in, and you're seeing like a like a like a, a standing room, and huge stair set steps that go up to other rooms up top, and then there's that one big door. And as you walk out into the ball floor. You see the Immaculate Room, and you see everyone dancing and having a wonderful time. Major Vorden, the women surround you. Oh, Major. One tries to get you to dance with her. Will you dance with me, Major? No, I have official business here. Oh, she sighs and walks away. What about you, strapping young man? And lady, it would be an honor to give you one dance for the evening. So as she grabs your hand and leads you to the dance floor, give me a performance roll. Major Vorden, roll a perception. 18 on that performance. Your dancing is almost flawless, and she is extremely excited, and after the first, she immediately asks for a second. 20 on that. Nice. So in the corner of your eye, there is a very, very beautiful young lass that catches your eye. And as the sparkle in her eye just glistens, she kind of turns her head and is just kind of watching out amongst the floor. And give me another performance check, Roderick. 19. Gosh, I don't want to do this well with (laughs) Elias, and he is a bard. (laughs) So your performance is amazing, and she's just head over heels for you. (laughs) After the party goes on, um, there's food, there's drink, and everyone is asked to come further up to where the stage would be and have a seat. And everyone basically sits down. And you can see where the seats are assigned. And Ruick, 
Roderick are in one of the very front rows amongst about five other folks from the Memorian military and some from the Eldetherian military. There is a very handsome man who sits four seats down from you or so, and he is from Eldetheria. He is wearing his armor proudly. He still has his weapons, and he, you can tell he's of high, high ranking, high, high standard. And the senators start to walk out onto the floor. And as you watch them walk out, there are a total of 18 total senators. They sit into their seats that are almost like king chairs that are individualized, and they just are sitting up there. One stands and makes starts to talk. This day is an amazing day, for we have the opportunity to gather here in remembrance of our fallen brothers who have died to protect the shores of our great country. The Timuridian scum had set off to our lands to wipe us out and destroy everything that we have built here. And we pushed them back into the sea We fought them hard, and we lost many lives. I want to take this moment for a moment of silence so that we, the people of Memora, can remember the fallen. The room becomes silent as the grave for two minutes straight. And as this silence falls, another senator stands up after the two minutes. I would like to recognize certain individuals for their valiant effort in battle. These men have displayed great heroism on the field. And the first I would like to commend is Gareth Oswick of Eldetheria. Please rise and step forward. So, as Gareth Oswick stands, he walks forward, his armor brilliant with a beautiful cape, and this is ceremonial armor. He stands, and the senator looks at him and says, Gareth, if it wasn't for you getting the help of the Eldetherian military, Memora would have fallen. Memora is forever in your debt. Thank you for your sacrifice and your valiant display and he is awarded a medal and this medal is basically almost like a medal of honor and it's also to commemorate a alliance 
that he helped forge between Eldetheria and Remora. He returns to his seat. Two others go before him, or after him. And the senator, another senator stands up. And this senator, I would like to recognize Ruick. Please stand. I'll stand up. Your heroism is recognized. And we want to thank you for your sacrifice to our great country in keeping us free. We wish and hope that you will remain in Solaris and continue servitude. And they award you a silver star. And he announces some of your accomplishments. Ruick, you drop the gate to the White Island City single-handedly, allowing our forces to enter the city with ease to take it. If it was not for this act, thousands more would have died and the battle very well may have been lost. For when Eldetheria arrived, they were being attacked on two fronts. If you were not able to achieve this great accomplishment, they would have been attacked on only one and we would have risked the loss of the Eldetherian army. Also, you valiantly slayed a Temeridian general who is known to be one of the most vicious, evil bastards in the Temeridian army. And I hear he was not even a challenge for you. For this, we award you basically a medal of honor. And you arrive and you, I'm assuming you go upstage and you accept your awards and he pins both of them on your, your, your shirt and hands you the cases and he said that he pats you on the shoulder and he tells you that he is looking forward to watching your career in whatever you choose. You may have a seat. Uh, uh thanks. So, Turn to your seat. Another senator stands up. That was John Regal that talked to you. Another senator stands up. I would like to recognize Roderick. Roderick, your valiant effort in battle is recognized. Your heroism is unmatched. For I have been told that you slayed many Timuridians on the field. And you healed many more. We recognize you for your healing abilities and the willfulness to save those around you. And they award you the medical cross. It's gold with silver outlines. And it's it's a medical cross. Almost moved to tears and as being with pride. <laughs> and as you arrive, you walk up on to the stage and he pins it onto you and uh, you return to your seat. Major Vorden, the whole time this is over going on, you're kind of off onto the side of the stage in like the very VIP 
like very important persons area, watching this whole ceremony go on. The ceremony has now come to a close, and we are back to the celebration. You are free to do whatever you want. Anything you can think of that you would like to do, it's possible here. Um, so what do we want to do? Are the senators out? The senators are out sitting in the chairs. Now they are guarded. They do have guards. Uh, I'm going to walk up to whatever the respectable, just like to talk to them. Okay. Um, listen, I don't want to sound um, unappreciative or anything. Um, do I get any coin? Coin? Yeah. Absolutely. You have to wait till the formalities are over. Okay. Okay. Uh, how much? Uh, how much are we uh, talking? Or um, unfortunately, we must keep our voices down. But we will. We will let you know in due time. It's going to take like a few days. No, it'll be by the end of the night. You must oh. wait. Oh, okay. Just uh. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. And, you're you're uh, very welcome. Thank you for your service. Uh, you're welcome for everything that I did to save. Uh, <laughs> we very were, much appreciate it. So if it, it hadn't been for me, they'd probably be overrunning King's Watch right I, about now and about halfway here. I we believe that, and we are prepared to honor you. Trust me. All right. There is a ceremony that we must hold, and after the ceremony, we will talk. Right. And as you're talking to him, John Regal stands up. And he comes over, and he's like, Ruick. Uh, yes, Senator. Come with me. Okay. He walks you off into a side room, and his guard closely behind, two of them. And he takes you over to a map, and it's a map of Memora. And he asks you, pick out some land. So as John Regal escorts you into the side room, he looks at you. Ruick, I'd like you to pick a square on the map that will be yours to own. Uh, so I'm going to point out the spot with the next to the water and the bridge. Very well. Below uh, far, Lake, far Lake Farwater. Also, we would like to give you the coin to establish your own basically city there. You will establish your own town where people will come and Just a square? they will thrive. A square is supposed to be 500 miles technically. You will be declared lord of these okay. lands. We have yet one condition. Uh, okay. Okay, what's that condition? Gotta the condition is that you must swear your loyalty to the Memorian Republic and you can be called upon with your banners to serve and fight for this great country yet once again. Oh, yeah, that's that's a common uh, agreement. Yeah, we're, we're good with that. There is a ceremony for this. <laughs> so with the ceremony, this is this is big responsibility, but you will not have access to it. But I will be giving you coin to build your 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 
your oh, town. So you're basically giving me like a like a writing. Like uh, I have this much to yes. present to people. To you will be lord of this this land. You will be the lord, um, essentially. All right. That's yeah. That sounds fair. Very well. The ceremony will be held tomorrow after we try the traitor Cadmus. Wait, who's that again now? His name is Cadmus. And he's a he what? a traitor, captain, former captain of the Memorial no, Military. No, 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 no. Listen, I served under Captain Cadmus. All right? you There's served no way under him. he was a traitor. This, is this true? You served under him. Well, yeah, it was, uh, I was assigned to his unit in, uh, before the Battle of the White Isle. Very well. I will take this into account when we deliberate his fate. I appreciate your feedback. It has I been mean, he, uh, greatly noted. He didn't really fight during the <laughs> battle. You know, from what I understand, he was trying to get a better vantage point to understand everything that was going on. But uh, he's definitely not a traitor. Coward, but not a traitor. Yeah. Very well. Way too good of a two- goody two-shoes to be a traitor. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, we might have you stand on his behalf tomorrow. Yeah I, yeah, I can make that work in my schedule, I guess. That sounds good. Very well, Cadmus. Go out and enjoy. Uh, um, Very <laughs> well, Ruick. <laughs> we will take that into account, and we will have you uh, speak on his behalf. Very. Uh, I'm staying at the Drunken Spear <laughs> if you need to get a hold of me. You will, uh, very well. Um if go and enjoy the festivities, Ruick, and uh, enjoy your night. All right, thanks. I'm going to uh, stick my hand out, shake his hand. And he reaches and shakes your hand. And he shakes his hand. I'm going to, like, clap him on the back and then walk out. <laughs> he says, he's he's like, yeah, okay. The guards are a little bit like, oh, shit. Like, they, they kind of inch a little bit closer. But... um he tells you as you're exiting to don't forget that you're to be back there tomorrow uh, at about uh, 1,800 hours to deliberate Cadmus's fate. 1,800 hours. Six o'clock. Okay. Yeah, I can make that work. <laughs> I got a four o'clock appointment. It just won't. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So you leave and you go out and you're at the party yet once again. Uh, I'm just going to go out and drink. Okay. Uh, drinks are free. So you can get what you want. I want and to take a disadvantage to say that I've been looking for uh, Rutledge here for a while. <laughs> and I see him back in the crowd and run up to him. Oh, okay. Well, if it isn't Rutledge. Uh, excuse me, what? Uh, you know, you. The one who has ordered that wonderful medal up on the, on the grandstand there. Um, how much have you had to drink, buddy? I don't. Uh... I have not had not one of the of the devil's brew tonight. Well, that's even worse. My name is Ruick. Ah, very and, good. Uh, I didn't quite catch your name. I am Roderick the Righteous. I was also awarded this. The oh yeah, you got cross. The, yeah, you got the. Can I help you? Ah, I just wanted to shake your hand and see the face of the man who helped bring victory to us in this great war. Uh, 
to shake your hand, and I'm going to be like, well, you're welcome, and turn around and walk away. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to the bar to get a drink, but you said you don't drink, so. Well, if it doesn't, if it's not too much of your time, I could introduce you to the major. Um, <laughs> is, that the, uh, is that the Hobgoblin guy running around? Major Vorden. He is among the most amazing. That, that doesn't answer my question. Is he the Hobgoblin guy running around? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. Oh, that is both saddening, but that's okay. But I thank you for all of your service that you gave to us today. Uh, thank you. Very well, sir. I will see you later. That was very off-putting. I don't know what to think. (laughs) (laughs) So as you go to the bar to get your drink, uh, there's people all around. The woman who was dancing with you earlier comes up and says, Ruby, come dance with me again. Who are you? Uh, I am Lady Ingrid. Um, you said you come here all the time. Are you like a senator's wife or a senator's daughter or something? Uh, yes. Yes, I am a senator's daughter. Want to turn around and start her <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of fades off. She's like, ah. she just kind of walks off. And um, the bar, the uh, tavern, the bartender walks up to you. So, what will it be? Uh, the strongest you got, and keep them coming. Uh, okay. And he starts to pour one glass. Give me a d20 roll. Okay. Let me know when you're ready for a second one. Major Vorden, is there anything you would like to do? Give me a perception. Okay. So you can see Roderick in the distance as he was talking to Ruick, and Ruick kind of leave and head to the bar. Then you notice you know, the lady coming up to Ruick, but you know exactly whose daughter she is. It is actually, you know that it's Ingrid, and it is uh, the daughter of the White Ridge uh, Suglin, Suglin, Suglin Wellmont. Would I be able to see the maiden that caught my eye the first time? Uh, Yes. I'll make my way over to her. As you walk over to her, she does a curtsy and major. I does a cat have your tongue, major? Perhaps it's don't know why, but you've you've caught my eye, but I just Wanted to at least catch your name. My name is Maddie. Have a family name or I do have prefer? a family name. My family name 
is Hawthorne, Maddie Hawthorne. Uh, thank you for your telling me who you are, uh, Matty. Any time, Major. I'll I'll be off. Leaving so soon? You've just got here. I know. Just military business, but very well. You are a welcome sight to my eyes, though. So, anytime you have any trouble, don't be afraid to bring to bring it to the attention of one of the gods oh, here in town and mention my name. She blushes and she thanks you for the courtesy and the uh, time you have taken to approach her. I'll bow and turn away and, and head towards you, the bar. As you bow, she curtsies back and she just watches you as you leave and head to the bar. And at the bar, you can see a slew of people and the person you now know that goes by Ruick sitting there. The only one to be awarded two medals. I'll motion towards the barkeep. Okay. So what can I get you, Major? Uh, just an ale. Yes, sir. Uh, do you have a glass size preference? Uh, just regular. Brings you out a regular mug of ale. Roderick Ruick, as the party goes on, is there anything that you would like to do? Uh, I'm going to ask for a second drink and kind of glance over at the Major. Okay. Give me a perception check, Major. I just want to say I love this character. <laughs> Bruh. I'm just going to go passive. Okay. 13. Uh, you can see as Ruick is kind of gives you a glance. And roll me a constitution throw, Ruick. Saving throw or just a straight constitution? Saving for your second glass. 12. Okay. You're good. And when you decide to have your third drink, let me know. Roderick, is there anything you're doing at this gathering at the ball? Um, after my brief meeting with, or encounter, whatever you want to call it, um, with uh, Ruick, um, I've just been uh, walking around the room, talking to different soldiers, telling stories, exchanging about heroics and whatnot, uh, beaming with pride about the, the cross, uh, noting that at least three soldiers that I healed during the battle tend to duck behind other soldiers as I walk by <laughs> as if they were intimidated or uh, they just were embarrassed because they they um, encountered uh, hardships during battle and had to be helped. And I just think that they, you know, I don't think anything of it. I'm used to people shying away from me after I've helped them, um, especially on the... Uh, medical side of things um and then um i think i will actually uh start making my way out i want to go back to the garrison okay um where i will stay for the evening and uh i um will uh check up on uh catapult there captain catapult before i retire for the evening so before you leave the ball a female comes up to you embraces your chest and runs her fingers down to the navel 
And where are you going so soon, Sir Roderick? I have duties that I have to attend to, madam. Are you sure you could not accompany me to my home? I am sure. Very well, I suppose I will have to find another strapping man to take me. And she steps off to the side, letting you pass. All your NPCs are suspicious. <laughs> Every one of them, man. Every last one of them. Um, so, yeah, I will make my way to the garrison. Okay, so as you make your way to the garrison and head into the cell, the soldiers let you pass. They give you oh, no um, issue. I'm also going to retrieve my flail on the way out. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't forget that. Don't forget my weapon. Yep, so you <sighs> grab that on the way I out. I cradle that like a child I have lost. You re you reattach it to you, and it feels like that lost item has finally returned home. Yes. You feel as if you feel whole again. Yes, I do. And you make your way to the garrison, and you head to the cells where Katniss is staying. Okay, what do I see? Uh, you see the other, how many we say, five inmates? Mm -hmm. Other five inmates in the cells just kind of chilling and passing time. And you see Cadmus laying on the piece of wood, kind of shivering and almost in a fetal position. Pawing at my muzzle. I'm going to say this because he's not a captain anymore. So let's go with, um, all right. Katniss. Katniss. Cadlum. <laughs> I pick up a small rock and I toss it in there just to try and distract him. Go to kind of jolt and sit up and look around. Huh? Cadlum man, get it together. It's Roderick. Come here. Aren't you supposed to be at the ball? I've gone to the ball. And I have been awarded a very nice medal for my valiant efforts. And, of course, my medical prowess that you already know so much about. But come here. Oh, yes. Well, congratulations. I'm glad they've recognized you for such a outstanding feat. It was only a matter of time. <laughs> want to stand and start walking over towards... Radicus. <laughs> I see that you might, are you in need of anything? A blanket? Some food? No, I'm all right. Why Thank don't you, you, though. Show me your hands. I wish to see to make sure that they are still shackled. Hold my hands out. To my satisfaction. I turn to the guards and remind them to not let him leave their sight. And then I go back up the stairs. Okay. And you can easily find quarters to sleep in there. They have extra, extra. In the barracks, there's tons of beds. You just have to take one that isn't used. <coughs> and you can tell the ones that aren't used because they don't have foot lockers at the bottom. Okay. Awesome. Hopefully one that's, that's close enough to the uh, cells for now. Okay. So Roderick has turned in for the night. Ruick, you are at the bar at the ball. Are you having your third round? No, I'm just sticking with two. And okay. I'm, uh, I guess there's supposed to be another ceremony. That's tomorrow. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yes. Are you still sitting at the bar? Yeah. 
I'm gonna look over. Uh, Major, I don't remember seeing you at camp. Were, were you not assigned at the uh, under General Gales? No, I have my own general I answer to. Oh, that makes sense. You know, I was almost a major. I almost got a field commission, but I turned it down. I got medals for it instead, but and land and coin. So I guess it all worked out, but it's kind of a weird ass way to run your government, I will say. Remember, Memora is only like thirty seven years old, so they're looking to expand yeah, and, and get bigger. That. Yep, she is young. And if they have heroes who seem like they could do good and they are valiant, they tend to reward with lands and titles to expand their kingdoms. Well, their 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 cities. Do you know who approached you earlier on? The maiden, anyway. Uh, approached me about what? No, just for a dance. Oh, um... Some senator's daughter? I, I don't know. I won't... I don't... I don't, I don't like to associate myself with that kind of uh, high society. It, it tends to be more trouble than it's worth. Uh, fair indeed. So what brings you in town, Major? Uh, I'd say the same reason why you are here. <laughs> right, <laughs> ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an incriminating look. <laughs> For the ball. Well, General Gell's asked me to report to the ball, but, you know, I, I I do personal work as well since my constrict in the military is over, or at least I hope it was. Yeah, I was commissioned before decommissioned when I left. Well, best of luck to you for your future travels. I have matters to attend to. Best of luck to you. Are uh, you going to be at the trial tomorrow? Yes, how do you know that there's a trial tomorrow? Uh, (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Senator John Regal just told me, uh, turns out that uh, Captain Cadmus is considered a traitor, and um, I served under Captain Cadmus in in the battle, so I, uh, I got called as a character witness, I guess you could say. And you served under him? Yeah, I mean, let's see. uh, Captain Cadmus was the one that came in to give the order that anyone within a certain age was being pressed in the military service as a drunken spear before the battle, and then we trained, and then we went to the battle, and then uh, we had to scout a bridge, and then we fought in the battle the next day, and, and then he got kicked out for being a coward. And then I hired him to uh, <laughs> travel with me to Solaris to give me advice on how to deal with the senators, and and then he just kind of disappeared. Very well, but also according to your unit rosters, you had an individual that went by McCold. Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Do you know much about him? 
<laughs> well, I picked a bounty up for him at the uh, the guard barracks in town off the bounty board. And I was just about to nab him when we got picked up and forced into service in the drunken spear. And then we ended up in the battle, and he died in the battle. And somebody said that he was a senator's son, and he was being sent back to uh, Solaris. I wonder who said that. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Do you know who said this, that he was a senator's son? Um... There's somebody on the battlefield. He was just like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the uh, the senator's son. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. Remember, get that in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, there, Ruick, that bounty is... No longer valid, as we received his body earlier today, and upon which, of course, as you stated, that may someone tried to decree that McCord was a senator's son, which he is not. Uh, I wonder who would do such a thing. I mean, I pretty much wrote the bounty off, you know, once I found out he died in the army. I mean, there's no way they were going to let me send a body back and recover the bounty on it. Mm-hmm. So you were going to send the body back? No, I was going to physically bring him back, but I knew I didn't even bother to ask because I know that, I mean, would you have let me take in a body and collected the bounty, or would you just be like, oh, well... I believe his bounty was dead or alive, so... I can promise you, I was trying to bring him in alive. (sighs) You and me both. Say, I'll mention this about him at least... Did you know he was wanted for arson? Uh, no. I just knew he was wanted for suspicion of murder. Uh, say apparently he threw a crystal infused with fireball into a forge to see what would happen. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh this is the first I'm hearing of this one. Uh, and some odd reason even for a disappearance of a tavern just there one night entirely gone the next just mm-hmm. vanish I, I I mean he did have a pretty large bounty on his head so someone ever hears this that's in the bar with you <laughs> what <laughs> how in the fuck did he make a tavern disappear magic uh, it's a very good question Oh, he is a sorcerer, so 
Magic. Oh my. How'd he die in battle then? I'll bet you he was a great hero. A sorcerer? Oh man, he must have slew 50 Timuridians before they took him down. He must have had piles of them on him. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I'm going to take that other drink now. <laughs> Roll me a constitution throw. Uh, eight. Okay. You met the DC. Gone. Thank you. Uh, as I finish the third drink, I'm going to get up and just go to leave. Okay. And are you headed back to the spear? Uh, yeah, back into the city. Okay. Is there any interference from the major? No. No? But I'll turn to one of the others at the bar that said something about the yeah. thing. How'd he die? I'm curious. That's classified. Yeah, oh, classified. And just leave. <laughs> and then you leave? Okay. <laughs> and as you're leaving, you get your effects from the door, and the girl is, is there waiting. She's like, Ruick. Don't, don't you plan on slipping out without telling me goodbye? Listen, um, God, I didn't even bother to try to remember your name. And I could have gave you um, that too. <laughs> you're just not my type. All right, I'm sorry. It, it'd just be best. Oh, she just gives you a dirty, dirty, I dirty. Mean, look. You're going to expect one thing and. You're going to get something completely different. It's <laughs> <laughs> And she just kind of walks off. So this lady, I told you her name was Ingrid, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Her, her father is a, they are elves. This is an elven woman. And her, and I said it was Suglin Wellnot's daughter, correct? Yep. Suglin Wellnot is just an elf. Um, he's, he's just an elf, he's an elf, and she just kind of storms off. Leaving you to leave the, the area and head back home to sleep. What race was Maddie? Maddie was a, uh, she would have been a uh, dark elf. Maddie was a dark elf. I should have described that to you. Dark elf with gray pointy ears. Dark eyes. Her luscious and gray hair. I knew she was suspicious. the size of <laughs> she said cantaloupes. And an ass as luscious as bubble gum. <laughs> what? <laughs> All that hype for just bubblegum. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Bubblegum. Bubblegum.